And we're back in what happened to us territory. Really? Are you sure? No, I have no idea anymore. You don't know where you are, are you? No. No, after all, all this travel in four days, I have no idea where I am right now. Yeah, how many states have you been in in four days? Uh, three, technically. Didn't go through anything. Four. Sorry, four. There we go. Wow. Mm. That's <laughs> exciting. Really exciting. <laughs> He's very Hi. impressed. Hi, Jenna. <laughs> Nate says hi. <laughs> he can't. Hi. He just saw you walk by. So, <laughs> so we have we have a Jenna home sick. Oh, so no worries. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. Oh dear. So, so if you hear some noise in the background, that will that's what that will be for the in the next couple of minutes. We're the realest well, of podcasts. Um, well, we record, I have. Oh, go ahead, Nate. Well, no. Oh no, go ahead. What no, 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 no. You got it. You got it. Oh, I was just gonna say I have two quick points before we really get into like you know the deep good stuff. Um, first of all, I wanted to make a retraction from last week. The I thirty five highway does not go through St. Louis. Uh oh. It goes it, it goes north th- north south through Kansas City. So my apologies to all Missouri listeners that were horrified <laughs> when I made the mistake of it going through St. Louis, Missouri. Wow. And. And my second point is uh, just wanted to give a quick shout out, RIP, to Marie Fredrickson, yeah, lead singer, lead singer of Roxette, who passed away a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Shout out, loved her. I Roxette was the. Roxette I played. Awesome. I played. It must have been love, at the end of class today. That's a uh, must have been love from the. Uh, Pretty Woman. From the also from the Pretty Woman soundtrack. A soundtrack that also included Go West song, The King of Wishful Thinking, which was a banger. So good. That whole album that whole album slapped. It definitely it really slapped. Uh but yeah, they had uh, Roxette had the four big hits. Not it just it must have been love, but mm-hmm. also another bop, uh Listen to Your Heart. Mm-hmm. And, and then the they had look. two they had the two bangers, The Look and Joyride. Yes. I would go so far as to say, if not for Roxette, we would have never gotten ABBA. And yes. <laughs> no, we wouldn't have it, gotten Ace of Base. Uh, nor would we have gotten ABBA. I, I looked, I checked the math and it checks out. The 80s were before the 70s. Look it up. <laughs> well, then that means that I am definitely younger than you. Yes, by and 10 years. And so is Hugh. <laughs> You're not. You both are nine years younger than me. Yep. I've done the math a few times. Hugh can help me out. He has the economics degree, but I'm pretty sure this math checks out. Oh, no. I only know how to turn governments into socialistic uh, programs. There we go, Bernie bro. Well, that's not that's not helpful for Roxette <laughs> at all. Nope. But, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. R.I.P. Marie Fredrickson mm-hmm. and her bandmate, who, who we can also never forget, uh, who also has – one of the greatest names of all time. His name is Per Gessel. Very good Swedish name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Rip. I was at a bar last night where somebody played like four Roxette songs in a row. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's a great bar. Uh, would that have been you? No, no, I would have, except I didn't get there in time. Though it, the bar did have, you know, one of the. Uh, you know, they're not new anymore, but you know, the, the video jukeboxes that you can like skip songs and Did we that lose? you could whatever. Oh, no, I'm still here. Okay. Just making sure. Uh, 
um, you know, just the regular video jukebox. And there was like a jukebox fairy last night who every time we looked and turned around, there were like 50 credits added, but like they were for anybody to pick songs. So, uh, yeah, but I, I picked my five songs and they never got played. So there must have been a long list there. Mm. Damn shame. Should we also throw in a little uh, Carol Spiney? Yeah. This week? Big Bird and, and uh, Oscar the Grouch. He passed away. Yeah. So, I mean. I was very, it was very interesting to, um, I was reading about how um, how he did Big Bird. Like how how the... I just assumed it was a tall person, not fairly tall person, obviously not eight feet tall, but I just assumed it was a tall person in a bird costume. But the way he controlled it was very different. Like he controlled, he used his left arm to control the neck and head and mouth. Like, so he moved the neck and head with one arm. Mm -hmm. With his other arm, he controlled both Big Bird's arms. Like, so he, so he didn't even have his arm in one of the arms. Oh, and then he can... He, and then strangely, he, the legs were the same way. It wasn't just both his, like one of the legs controlled something else. But I just assumed it was like a seven foot tall person that could see out of the neck or something. I didn't, I didn't re realize it was some sort of like crazy contraption. Yeah, they, they wear cameras. Man. That's why I watch like yeah. all of like the making of like the dark crystal and all that stuff. Cause it's insane. I, I, I think Oscar the Grouch was a slightly easier puppeteering, um, maneuvering i think that one was easier I believe so well so okay on the positive notes of things this week <laughs> yes we started with death uh, you know it's part of life there's nothing wrong with it mm -hmm. yeah. it's the one it's the one part of life that you are guaranteed to participate in yes yes unless you're walt disney he's still dead yeah maybe shut up I just think he's cryogenically frozen somewhere. He's still dead. Yeah, they're just waiting. Yeah. Just, Rebirth, okay. re reanimation is something completely different. I know. I'm, I'm just... You're dude. just trying to poke yeah. needle. Exactly. I do what I do for the show, for the listeners. <laughs> yes, they enjoy it so much. Stacy's clearly not familiar with an early 90s documentary called Demolition Man. It oh. can happen. <laughs> it's not that I'm unfamiliar with it. I just uh the I believe the, that the uh, that it was one of that Sandra Bullock was a saint for putting up with that and was very lucky to have the career that she got after that mm. documentary. It, it's uh, it's it's a movie so good it starred Dan Cortez twice. <laughs> twice. <laughs> It stars Dan Cortez in an amazing <laughs> small box that you open up yeah. 15 times and then it reveals a larger box, which is amazing. And then you find <laughs> out that your mother and your mother-in-law are the same person. Well, here's the best <laughs> thing about – nobody knows who we're talking about when we bring up Dan Cortez that isn't a certain, Step on. A certain age. Mm -hmm. They'll be like, who's Dan Cortez? They, they won't remember. Thank God for the internet then. MTV Sports. Is MTV Sports – on the internet, that's the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. I don't know. Her with with co with host Dan Cortez and Daisy Fuentes. Mm -hmm. Oh, good old Daisy. Who, 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 if you've seen photos of her lately, you might not recognize her. Really? Has she? Did she do yeah. stuff to her face, or did she Yo, just age not well? No, yeah, is it called? Is it called the, sun damage? The, the first one. Um, oh. I've seen. 
Well, in the most photos of, uh, for most people who don't, well, if for those of you who don't remember Daisy Puentes, she was quite a heartthrob on the yeah. MTV scene. Gorgeous. She and, um, um, who are some of the other ones? Oh, there it's, was not, a, it's not bad, bad work, but yeah, she's gotten some. No. Oh. But, and, and you'll notice Never in mind. most pictures, in most pictures of her, she's with her husband, Mr. Richard Marks. Oh, that's another, right. Yeah. Another huge '80s icon who oh, had no, uh, a couple, who, who he he had a couple of bangers and a couple of bops. Oh my god, I listened to way too much Richard Marks while just like really wishing and hoping that some boy that I liked would fall in love with me to one of these songs. <laughs> Very much. Very much. There is, yeah. No, I mean, uh, the, the, I don't know. The, I think I'm looking at pictures. I mean, she's aged. She's she looks fine. She, she looks I'm fine. Not, I wasn't. I wasn't saying she looked bad. She just it's not easy. If you were to see a photo of her, you might not immediately recognize her. That's I, fair enough. I, I, I mean. recognize her because I think I also I really liked her because she was she was tall like me and also had more curves. Like she wasn't like she was a model. She was more of like a swimsuit model but also was more of a like curvy Latina model. And I appreciated that. Does that make sense? Like as a girl who wasn't stick thin, Um, even though in a way, like she was, okay, I can't hear you guys anymore. Oh, we've lost Nate. Uh Oh, we're going to come back real quick. Hold on. And we're back after that little (laughs) technical difficulty, which will be crickets and sounds and things like that. Maybe. I I just like Daisy. As you should. She was great. She's she's great, and I guess I just I, body 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 type I identified with her more, and I appreciated that. So yeah. Okay, so do like since we're speaking of TV personalities, do we want to go in about this Fitbit thing? What, what Fitbit thing? Nate, did you? You're the one that sent yeah. the article. It, no, I didn't send it. You did. Uh, no, Stacy did. No, it was the Jen Slater, the NFL reporter who. Oh. Who? Yeah. And it it was it was a it was a she basically tweeted in response to another thread talking about the Peloton ad mm-hmm. talking. And it was a, it was a discussion about, Oh, you know, do, do you, would you, do you find it insulting if, if like somewhere to give you exercise equipment for, as a gift, like the same thing we talked about with the Peloton ad. And then Jen Slater um, told a funny, which was a funny story about how she and a former boyfriend um, gave, I don't recall from the tweet who gave who, the the gift but it's basically they gave each other fitbits that they thought it would be fun to sync together so that they could kind of i mean essentially i think it's actually kind of worse than buying somebody the peloton because essentially when you're linking a fitbit you're keeping track of the other person Mm -hmm. but basically what she said is they kind of did it for fun but then it wasn't the fun kind of stopped because she realized one day at like four in the morning she woke up and their fitbits were still synced and he he was doing something. He was exerting energy. Like his fit, his Fitbit was going off, and it was four in the morning, and he was not next to her. Or at Orange so, Theory, as she put it. Or yes, and there were probably not many gyms open at four in the morning. I mean, and I mean, if he cheating on her while keeping his Fitbit on was, uh, you know, that's you got to be that's it. That's amateur move right there. That's amateur hour. Well, and people were talking about like, like, how do you, like, it, on it, somebody came up with said it, and one of the things was like. One of the articles was like, dude, people like, why do you, why do you cheat? In this day and age, you're just going to get caught. 
like you are with technology like people get caught in general like before technology but this technology really makes it so easy for you to get caught all the time especially when you're doing something as obvious as being linked like that like I, I don't, it didn't specify like higher end Fitbits do actual have GPS. Mm -hmm. Some of them, some of them only like my, mine is like very old. Like I've had mine for years. All it does is keep calories to like steps, mileage, but it doesn't keep like heart rate and some of the more advanced stats. Uh, so she didn't specify, although she would have to have a, a higher end one to be able to link it to another one. Mm -hmm. But even then, like why, even, even if it's just as simple as you're being able to see the activity somebody else is doing, even if you don't know where it is, that seems very like, like you're tracking them. That seems very strange. Well, also it, it could be that you're logging on to your, your shared workout schedule. Yeah. Like your shared dashboard, you know, cause you guys like yeah. compare your stuff and everything. And then you look and you're like, wait a minute, what was he doing at 4am two nights yeah. ago when he was supposedly, you know, on a work trip in, in Seattle and should have been sleeping. Wasn't sleepless in Seattle. Exactly. Like, you're like, wait a minute, that's not right. So maybe it didn't have GPS or something, but it's it's like, wait a minute, 4 a.m. in Seattle, or 4 a.m., Wherever no. you're supposed to be. Yeah. Wherever you were, yeah. no, exactly. I mean, that's the thing, is that usually it is just stupid shit. Like, if he had taken off the Fitbit, nobody would have known. You know, but... Yeah, but he People are stupid. They don't think that. Yeah, they he, don't think that. Cheaters are definitely stupid. He wouldn't get credit for the calories burned if he took the Fitbit off. You burn a lot of calories doing that. You don't burn as many calories as you think. Well, because you're not you're you not doing it usually for you know forty five sixty minutes straight. You, you you don't know Jen Slater's boyfriend. Well, you don't know what he does. I don't know, but he apparently was he wasn't good enough for her to keep around cheating or not. He wow. probably was, he was emboldened because I don't, I don't know. I don't think there was any, maybe there's a record if he was a known person of who that person might've been, if people were doing some sleuthing, but um, he might've been emboldened to cheat on her because um, she's an NFL reporter. So she traveled with teams mm -hmm. like, so, so that's not much different than like, you know, an athletes. It's Jane athletes Slater, by the way. Jay, oh, did I, was, I said, oh, did I say Jen? Yeah, just, make, just no worries. I was um, just looking up to uh, find out who the boyfriend well, was. Well, apparently some people, yeah. some people were thinking in that it was an, another ex-boyfriend of hers that lived in Austin. And she had to like go on it and, and like go on social media and go like, guys, it's not this boyfriend that lives in Austin because some people were blowing up his phone. It's not him. Yeah. He was a great boyfriend. That was, that was, we broke up because of timing or whatever. So please, she's like, please don't go after like any of my ex-boyfriends. She was like, I was just thought this was funny for me to like s let this truth yeah. out. Um, but also like just because she travels a lot for work too, doesn't give her, give anybody an excuse to like, no, that's a double standard right there. Nate. No, well, no, no, it's not. It's not at all. I'm what I'm saying is that everybody thinks about the, when they, when they think about athlete, any athlete, male or female, when they're always traveling and they always think, Oh, they're always on the road. I bet that, that, that makes it easy for them to cheat. Well, you know what? The person that was left at home, that makes it easy for them to do so too. It does. It both ways. It goes both thing. ways. People people the, cheat no matter what. We've talked about this before. Yeah. I'm like, anybody will cheat. If you want to cheat, you will cheat. It doesn't matter. I mean, the boyfriend that cheated on me, he was home most of the time. Like, yeah. I, I, I had so much trust in him. I was shocked when I found out. 
Like, because yeah. I was like, where the fuck are you going? When are you, do you must be doing this in the middle of the fucking day. Cause he wasn't out late at night, but also I trusted him. I just was like, you know, that that's what you have or, should have in relationships yeah. is trust. So, yeah. Or like in the movie, the intern, when poor Anne Hathaway was working at, as a CEO of her company and she was working at all hours of the day while her stay at home husband played by Anders Holm mm -hmm. was having an affair with one of the mothers of the other kids that he took, like that went to school with his daughter. It happens. It does happen. That movie, stuff like that, yeah, that movie was real. Yeah. And it really, and, and it touched my heart in a real way. Oh. Yeah, it's a good movie. So do, do we want to, like seeing, seeing that we brought, brought up Peloton again, which we'll never get away with that, away from that for the next, I don't know, four months or something. I mean, so. we can if that's, we want to. But. That's how, that's no, how they But got I don't to. think you want to. I think you well, want no, to. Well, no, no. I wanted to bring up what Ryan Reynolds did. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Like yeah. that, the yeah. two, let's say, uh, well, there's two parts to this whole thing. Like the, the man who it had to make a statement in the advertisement about this is not what I believe. This was just a job type I thing. I know. I feel bad for him because he, he's an actor. Yeah. It's not his fucking fault. People, he's, God. He's that He's actually a school teacher. Yeah. He just acts on the side. And you barely see him in it, too. Like, yeah. I, like I said, like, I mean, people can read in, people just read into things so much. Yeah. Well, that's what the yeah. internet has done for us today. Mm -hmm. But the, the main thing was what Ryan Reynolds did for his, uh, what, aviation? A, a, aviation Gen. Aviation Gen, yeah. Uh, and with the girl who's in the Peloton ad, just having a couple drinks, I would say, or very quickly and drinking was, some martinis. Mm -hmm. And it was clearly. It was clearly inferred that she had the, the marriage or relationship had ended, and yeah. that's and it, she and she was breaking away from that uh, prison that she was in. Or, it could be the actress herself having to deal with the fallout from that ad. Do you think she's had could as it? much of a fallout? No, uh, TMZ actually got her out on the street even after the aviation ad came out, and she actually thought it was all pretty funny. And she she even thought it was funny how SNL made fun of her. So she <laughs> she had she was way more lighthearted about it than the man because it seemed like at least according to the guy who played the boyfriend, he'd been getting like he claimed threats online, but I don't know. I mean, somebody that that'd be pretty insane for people to threaten him, but he was people getting insane. He was not getting like "Are you okay?" things yeah. like she did. Yeah. Yeah. Like twice if you're okay, things like that. <laughs> but I mean, people are people are emboldened behind an anonymous screen. They yeah. will say crazy things. Yeah. Nothing wrong with having an egg profile photo. Oh yeah. 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 That's how you go after. Is that how you go after Nancy Pelosi all nope. the time? I have no problem. <laughs> Stout Sky Barfly coming right at you, Nancy. Did it today. Yep. I know you didn't want us to talk about stuff that like we hadn't met, been a part of, and I was like, well, you have never been Speaker of the House, so. Yeah, but she's been. She lost the House <laughs> under her watch. She doesn't do anything. Just it's time for her to move on. I'm not gonna talk about that online. Anymore. You can agree or disagree with me <laughs> on this one. I completely disagree with well, you. Well, that's that's effing fine, but I'll. I will say I can't wait for her to be out of the house next year. Mm, we'll see. No, I think she actually has a, there's a, you know, there is a primary that's coming and it, she's lost touch with her, you know, constituents. She's like pulling at 90% in her district. I don't think she's going to get primaried. She is getting primaried. She's not going to lose. Well, maybe we'll see. I love her in San Francisco. Yeah. Are you going to go up there and not vote 20,000 times? <laughs> yes. Yes, I will. All I right. Not, not Godspeed. Not vote. <laughs>
Just because she raises money doesn't make her a power like the perfect person for the job. No, uh, nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. No, this is true. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I mean, she did she did raise an entire family before she raised money for the Democratic Party. So I will say that. <laughs> that must help when you have a billionaire husband. Or... There you go. <laughs> Just have a billionaire husband. Why don't you you could save this for your uh, your political uh, podcast? Yelling into the void. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Lewis with the news? Yeah. Hugh Lewis with the news. Oh, they're making a comeback, by the way. Are they they're now? They're touring again. Hugh, oh. Hugh Lewis and the news are touring again, which means he's, he must be getting his hearing back. That's always a plus side. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he got yeah. a cochlear implant. Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, do we want to talk okay. about the Welsh Skeksis that your cousin brought up, Nate? Oh, yeah. The, I didn't... I've seen photos of that, but I'm not... I mean... Welsh traditions are weird. Mm-hmm. The Mary Lloyd thing. Whatever. Mary Lloyd like or... these, these horse heads. It's a, it's a dress up. It's an old Celtic tradition type thing. It's I, I my parents have never done it. It's not that common. I would say it does happen, but there's no argument that people still don't do it. It's uh you essentially take a horse's head or skull, mm-hmm. and you put a stick up it, and you wrap a sheep, a sheet around it, <laughs> and you go to neighbors houses and you know you have a battle of wits essentially (laughs) and there's an old footage if you if you what is it m uh m a r i l w y d like into youtube you'll see like an old bbc clip Uh of this happening you you won't understand anything because it's in welsh Mm -hmm. kind of an issue for even my myself Mm -hmm. uh to pick up but it's them going back and forth and having a poet it's like a poetry thing like a poetry slam but yes in a way (laughs) yes and then you are like the people if you beat the horse you invite the horse in they disrobe to show the spirit of the person and then they drink and eat your food and then they go out, they go home, and or they go to the next house, and it's just a free way of drinking and eating, really. If you dress up yeah. as the horse, and yeah. have a good time. So if you lose, you get to eat. Yeah. Okay. And it brings uh, good luck to the house for the year. So things like that. You come from an odd country. Here. Yeah, I'm not going to argue. I was. I respect it. I respect it. All, to each their own. To yeah. each culture their own. But yeah, it's a weird country. Yeah. It's one of those things. I was doing more research on it because I'm like, it's from the South. Like, I've never seen it happen. And my parents have never talked about it. It's, but where they're from is kind of like ang- anglicized anyways, in a way. Uh, language isn't really a thing there. Like, maybe 3% of the population speaks Welsh in that region. Huh. Uh, it was illegal to speak Welsh for a while. So it wasn't until the night, like the English tried to kill it off. They didn't try and bring, bring it back until like the 1960s. They started putting Welsh back into society there. So everything's in English and Welsh. Mm-hmm. So my grandfather was the last speaker. I think I've probably done this, but he's from the West Country. My grand, you know, my dad's mom wasn't a speaker. And then my mom's family's not Welsh, really. They came from Ireland and Scotland. Mm-hmm. And so the Welsh language was never a thing for them. So. So you're kind of like half Welsh. Yes, I'm half Welsh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Full Celtic, though, in a sense. Uh, not full Celtic. No, I'm half Celtic. I'm what pretty sure, guys. Irish and Scottish. The Gaelics. It's oh, a different, Gaelic, different okay. tribes. So. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Celtics, guys. It's a basketball team. <laughs> and a soccer team. No. Or football yeah. team. Yeah. So like, I think it's, it's, it's not a hard C, I'm pretty sure. Yes. 
The city of Boston wouldn't be wrong. They couldn't be. No, because no. those Irish Americans, they know their stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, there's, what, 7 million Irish, and then there's 43 million Irish Americans? Jesus Christ. They had nowhere to expand so... to. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. They're probably so pissed right now that Christian Bale got a nomination and Matt Damon didn't. Man. Oh, dude. For, uh, yeah, the so... city's probably... Oh, yeah, the Golden Globes! I'm a little yeah. disappointed with the nominations, I'll be honest with you. So is everybody. I haven't heard well, unless you actually were nominated, I suppose. But uh, people weren't happy. A lot of a lot of white people. Yeah. A lot of as usual. A lot of lack of women as usual. Not a shocker there, but yeah. It's the Hollywood no. Foreign Press Association, which we don't even know who they are. I know it's, one person. It's, there's it's the they're the they're the I mean, in all the years I did those shows, they're the joke. Nobody takes them seriously. They only get the prestige they do because it's the first award show of the year. And they and throw a good party. Fun. They throw a good party, like the whole getting to drink. But like the the Hollywood Foreign Press, I could be wrong with the numbers, but it used to be it's only 84 international journalists. Yep. And they've been fa- they've been famous for a very long time for for doing their nominations based solely on who they can get to show up. Mm-hmm. So like it's not nobody takes it. To, it has very little like it's a very poor indicator of who actually is going to win Oscars. It's a lot of the nominate, a lot of the nominations are the same, but like other awards shows like the SAG awards and uh, like the Gotham awards that happened a few year, weeks ago and the critics choice awards. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones they're like tells for the Oscars. Like the, the globes, they've done some just stupid things just to get people to show up like that, that year that the, what was it with the, with the tourist with Johnny Depp and Angelina Jolie, where they nominated both of them just so they could get them to show up. Oh, and like God. not nominating Matt Damon for for The Martian for a comedy. Oh yeah, they were like, they were like, well, he we can't fit it. him in drama. Yeah, and then then Matt Damon, to his credit, was the first line he said when he got on stage is, "Wait, this was a comedy." He's like, "This is news <laughs> to me." So it's yeah, that nobody takes them seriously at all. But it still sucks that like that you know of of there were some women that absolutely should have been nominated, and they were just like Greta Gerwig mm-hmm. and. There were a few others that just completely ignored. So hopefully the Oscars don't do that. I just was like, when Waves got shut out, like just, I don't know if either of you have seen that one yet. I still need, somebody else told me, um, this woman, Judy, she's, I love Judy. She and her husband, she's, she's like 80 something years old. She, she is the perfect example of why you should exercise throughout your life she's 80 something years old she exercises once if not twice a day like she takes a trx class now she moves slower and so she takes spin classes she moves slower but hey like she keeps but she broke her hip um about a year and a half ago and she credits with being able to get back you know and bounce back relatively fast because at, at 80 because she's been exercising for years. Um, anyway, she and her husband love to go see movies and she saw waves and mm-hmm. she said it was excellent. And I said, a friend of mine told me that it's better if you go in not knowing anything about it. And she said, yes. And then shut up. And I was like, okay, perfect. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So that was my recommendation. And yes. I you are the that. friend. <laughs> yeah, I figured that. Oh, and good to know. It, it's, it gives you all the feels. I'll say that. You much. cried, right? I did cry. I've cried on a oh. few movies recently. You're 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 a sensitive soul. Yeah, we'll disagree, but no, you are. Just whether or not it's the right things. <laughs> <Just kidding. Yeah. laughs> Always a debate. 
No, but I've seen a, I've seen a, I've seen more Oscar nominated movies or whatever award nominated movies this year than I have in several years. Well, that nineteen seventeen got uh, nominated, which is what Shep's film. Yeah, yeah, that's a New Republic. Yeah, production. But I can't wait to see that. Yeah, yeah, it looks, isn't that Sam Mendes? Yes, I believe yes. so. Yeah, it's a yeah, it looks good. I think I think it's a one. It's all white men, but you know, it's well, a, I mean, it's World War One. Well, exactly. So it's World War, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be a little strange if they, you know, went a little, you know. Uh oh. If they were going to try something else, then yeah. Did we lose it? No, he's there. Okay. I'm. You should be so lucky. No, no, no. no. <laughs> it, it, well, it, as we, well, we and we've discussed before that there really aren't that many good World War One movies. So uh, no. Battle of Gallipoli. Glippley was good, although it's been canceled. No. Um, war horse, war war horse. That's Never saw. War, it. Oh yeah, war horse. That's a World War One movie. Uh, Legends a, of a the little Fall. Mo- little yeah. movie called Legends of the Fall with <laughs> Tristan, the 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 best Tristan. <laughs> best Tristan. Until he started scalping heads and then rode back on a horse with a necklace full of scalp scalps. That was a little off. Oh my god! But speaking of scalping heads. I was listening to another podcast. Uh, I was listening to Whitney Cummings podcast and she had Jim Jeffries on there and he was talking about how he, he was working on, uh, Oh my God. What is, what was his show? Oh fuck. I don't know. Cause I never watched oh, it. Life or something. I know which one you're talking about. But. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the, he was talking about how he worked with this guy who turned out to be, who committed one of the most gruesome murders in Los Angeles. And we're like, what? Well, I mean, I'm like, what? Sitting on the bus listening to this. And Whitney Cummings is like, what? So he tells a story about how there's this guy who was a PA. His name was Blake something. And he was super weird. And Jim was like, I never liked him. And he, he like drove a Porsche and he was super rich, but he was also super weird. And he was like a PA or a writer's assistant. He was a writer's assistant. I was like, how did this fuck? fucker get to be a writer's assistant oh because he's a rich guy and he's got money to burn so of course he can like make no money for forever and be super weird and everybody's like oh he's great he's awesome Blake's awesome turns out so he was married and he got another girl pregnant and so then he divorced his wife he had he he also had a kid with his or maybe two kids with his ex-wife divorced her and then his girlfriend who was ukrainian had the baby and two weeks later she went missing and like basically two weeks after she had a baby her mother comes out to help her take care of the baby and like everything and then she goes missing and and he holds himself up in the apartment with her and like the the mother's like barely speaks any english and is trying to get the police and trying to get everything and so they finally get in there and he has scalped her. Speaking Ooh. of scalping, he has scalped her. He also he has also exsanguinated her, which means he has oh, drained dear. her of all of her blood, which you can only do if you keep somebody alive. Oh dear! So he basically tortured her, and like all the, like it's crazy. So I ended up having to like, of course, like he's like telling the story, and Jim Jeffries like tells it in this funny and weird way. Highly recommend it. I, I find him hilarious, uh, inappropriate and hilarious at the same time. Uh, but uh, it, I was just like, whoa! And I looked it up, and I was like, yeah. And the guy lived in West Hollywood, 
near I want to say somewhere around like off of like fountain and like between like Sweetser and like La Cienega somewhere over there like in that area wow. yeah I was like what the fuck and this was only like three or four years ago something like that his father is like some Canadian billionaire and he had all this money his name was Blake Libel Liebel, something like that must be right on that one yep <laughs> just throwing out names they're not knowing who no, that's it. Does the name? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Nate, we forgot about Fly Boys. Is that World War One movie? Oh uh, yeah. Well, that one was also canceled. Ah, oh, god damn it! Did they scalp anybody yeah. in that one too? No. Or exsanguinate uh, them? No. It was, uh, the James less, Franco. The, the bad Franco was in it. I oh. still like the other. I still like the other Franco. In Love and War. The Ernest Hemingway. Oh I yeah. I feel like there was another one. There was another World War One movie that I said was way better than Legends of the Fall. African Queen. I don't know. That's a stretch. Oh, well, you know. Out uh, of Africa. Out of Africa. That's 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 on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's actually a bit more than we th- I thought. Yeah. There's Red Baron, which is obviously. A pizza. Yes. Or well, Snoopy. Well played. I'm trying to see. Oh, Lena Hetty is in that. Red Baron? Uh, yes. She's a pizza? Joseph Fiennes, also in Red Baron. Mm-hmm. Okay. In, in the pizza box. Nice. I actually see Red Baron. I liked it. it I've not... never seen it. <laughs> I, don't, I think I'd just always keep thinking of the pizza. There was a recent one. Called, oh, no, that was a documentary, They Shall Not Grow Old, where they took all the World War, all the footage, and mm-hmm. they color, made it color. Oh. Um uh, I mean, World War One was gruesome. Oh, from oh, I I know what it was. I said Wonder Woman. Oh, that, that was that, a World War One. That movie. is, and that was best World War One movie. <laughs> yeah, that was yep. pretty good. Can't argue with you there. Yep, it was a good one. You did argue with me though. One of you argued with me about that, and I, I, I said, said it wasn't a good was. superhero movie. So. <laughs> also, also got uh, Lawrence of Arabia. It's a pretty highly uh, respected uh, World War One movie. Mm. Yeah. Remember seeing that one years ago? I, yeah. I, I gotta rewatch that again. It's been too long. I wouldn't. It, it's boring as hell. I mean, it can't be any worse than the. Uh, well, I don't know. There's plenty of boring films out there, but you know, Lawrence Arabia is not the worst. There. Oh. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Well, we, we've gone from excitement to weird. Draining blood out so, of a human being down the street. Yeah, you wanted to cut that so, off. I did. Yeah. And I was like, you're going morbid on this. Well, we started off with death. Yeah. <laughs> Art, Art Basel happened this weekend. That's oh, that's right. Exciting. That is a good one. Yeah. You know about that. Art yeah, and down in Miami. Yeah, no. But yeah, what, what happened? Like, uh, no, what happened? Well, there's multiple things. Uh, well, for those that don't Besides know, lots Art of Basel, sex and drugs and buying overpriced art. Well, it's... Yeah, it's like a weekend in, in or four or five days in Miami that's like, you know, it showcases art and artists. And well, suppo- that's what it's supposed to do. And there's huge DJs go down there, huge parties. But it's kind of become like a huge cultural thing, kind of in the same way that Sundance used to be about films. But then it became about like the Party. scene yeah. where like part. Well, so celebrities would go to Sundance to, to go to parties and, and, and it pissed Robert Redford off so much. He, he, he hated it. But Art Basel was the same thing. Like it started started with like people would legit go there to to see art showcased and buy art. And now it's just like 
Kendall Jenner's there to go to parties and it's just annoying, annoying things. But yeah, the, I assume Hugh, were you talking about the banana? I am talking about the banana. Oh, yeah. One of, one of the, the big pieces of art there um, was this, uh, I don't remember the name of the artist, but it was, he was, uh, I don't, doesn't, doesn't really matter. matter. His, his piece of art was a, um, it was entitled comedian. And all it was, was a banana duct taped to a wall. And that was it. And the banana was purchased at a local supermarket. So there was nothing special about the banana. And it was called Comedian. And a, uh, I believe she was French art collector, bought it for $120,000. And yeah, so art isn't truly in the eye of the beholder. And then what actually ended up happening was this banana was on the wall and it was starting to age as bananas do. And a performance artist, or who a man who claims to be a performance artist, walked up in the gallery, walked up to the wall, took the banana off the wall, and ate it. And, it. Um, did you, did and you know what got, he called it? Oh, he yeah. And then he named that performance piece. What was it? What did he name it? Starving artist. Starving artist. And he got in some trouble. Like the police came, they took a report because technically it was stealing property. But the thing is, is what he didn't, what, why he might not get into a lot of trouble other than like, I don't know, trespassing or something, is that the, the artist and the woman who bought the art made the, with basically the claim was that the art was always the concept. It was never that physical piece of fruit because, of course, Everybody knew the banana was going to go bad in a few days. It was the idea of that. So basically, the banana can be replaced a million times, and that art is still the same art. So the woman who spent the $120,000 is basically paid for... An idea. A, a, an idea of a banana taped to a wall, which just should tell you everything you need to know about... Well, now, I don't want to, I don't want to say generalize art, in ge like all art, but a lot of people see that. It reminds me of that, that scene in L.A. story where it's the great scene of them all in the art museum, like Steve Martin, Richard E. Wright, Sarah Jessica Parker. And it's a shot of them. Richard E. Grant? Yeah. Okay. You said Richard E. Wright. <laughs> oh, did I? I'm yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Them all staring like at the camera, like they're clearly looking at a piece of art. And Steve Martin is going on and on talking about the how tawdry the piece is and how many things he can see and how it, it looks like a woman, like the sexual awakening of a woman. And then at the camera pans to the, 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 the piece of art, it's just a red square. Mm. That's like, that's all it is. So of course people just see whatever the hell they want. But the, the even better thing that happened at Art Basel was Kanye. Cause Kanye has got to do Kanye things. What do you do? And in Art Basel is his, like, it's, that's his, um, that's where he does his shit. And this is where he he produced a um, uh, he premiered for the first time his new opera oh, entitled Mary after the Virgin Mary. Mm -hmm. So the opera tells the story of the Virgin Mary through music and it's through tech, sort of his music, both the got the new gospel stuff and the some the some of his older stuff that they sort of turn to try to make it part of the story. But if you saw the photos going around of him painted silver um, wearing like a. Um, she, like like one of those guys it. on the pier. Yeah, you, you haven't yeah, seen like, this. No, I'm he not. was paint. He was painted silver and wearing like a, a, a an outfit that looked like very similar to Missy Elliott's bag thing from the um, mm -hmm. the that music video. Super the, duper the fly. Very first, super, super duper fly. It wasn't actually inflated, but it looked like that type of suit. And he and his entire chorus were dressed in that same way, painted silver, wearing these things. 
and uh, he na- he narrated the opera. He was not part of it. Oh. But the way the op- the way the opera was performed was that all the audience were sitting on the beach, and Kanye and his um, uh, ensemble. He looks like uh, Jiffy Pop. Yeah, Plus Kanye and the ensemble. Yeah, they pulled up on a barge and performed this the the merry opera on a barge while the entire audience was sitting in the sand, like so he was out on the water, and uh, and then he as soon as the performance was over he then went fr- straight from the barge to a, a super yacht or a mega yacht that had pulled up and he just climbed into the yacht, so that was his uh, that was his per- big performance of Mary, um, yeah, so yeah he's getting. He's getting tiresome. For those well, li- he's been tired. For those listeners that are not, like, not here at this moment, seeing what Stacy's eye roll and roll and roll from Nate describing what Kanye was doing, it was amazing. Just, just, just to let you know. My eyes are basically rolling stones from now on. Exactly. <laughs> Anytime you talk about Kanye, that's all they do. Oh. Uh, and and th- th- this was his second opera in about a month. He premiered one in L.A. last month that was entitled Nebuchadnezzar, and it was um, It was two hours pretty- late. He and was, was two pretty hours critic- late. Yeah, was. yeah. He was one hour late to this one to marry, but the the um, a lot of the people in the audience were kind of not upset about it because they expected him to be about three hours late. So the one hour was like, ah, oh, he's early. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. So that's Art Basel in a nutshell. That's why it just seems like the the if this feels like Miami just gets filled up with insufferable, more insufferable people than normal. It, it would, it would seem like, and it just seems yeah, like a lot of so, LA people are going there. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, the art scene is very big there. Yeah. Oh, did, did it, I, did you guys, either of you read the article I sent you the other day? What was, what was, what was the, the game, article? the game mafia thing? I didn't see it. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Mafia. I saw that. So it's, I, I saw that. Oh, the the, the Italian s- mob is uh, accepting uh, one of the one of the, the, the oh, head yeah. sons is a drag queen. Yeah, Lady G- the guy. Uh, what lady? Uh, what's the guy? A guy of Godiva. Thank you. Godiva. Godiva. And uh, you know, it was just discovered that you know, if you're you know, because the gay being gay in the mafia is a big no no. Uh, but they're they're what? getting the mafia is getting more progressive. It turns out. And accepting that's general low level ranking uh, officers as uh, you can be gay. Good. So. That's generally what it takes when you see like very unaccepting, very conservative groups or, or specific people. It's what it takes to, for them to be more accepting is to have somebody in their family. Of course, it didn't didn't seem to do much for Dick Cheney. Like he's still freaking homophobic, even though he has a gay daughter. Mm-hmm. But um, although although I've I've heard things that he had like even the daughter has said he's made strides. But that's usually what it takes is somebody like that, you know, that's that's that close to your inner circle um, for you to acknowledge it at all. Like, so, hey, who knows? Maybe like, cause, yeah, if you if you watch any gangster movie, like any Scorsese movie, they're really homophobic. Mm-hmm. And that's just and that's based in some amount of reality. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to the what's trending, and Last Jedi popped up, and I was trying to figure out why that was trending at number two in the world. Trying to make sure they're not dead? Uh, no, I was hoping they were. <laughs> I was hoping they were all no, dead. It, no, it's, uh, it's because of the way that they're the they're all throwing Ryan Johnson under the bus. Uh, oh, really? Why? J.J. Abrams kind of said they're, – they're saying it more subtly, but they're basically – J.J. Abrams is, is the, saying, um, you know, I, I – 
he he set up a certain story and then without mentioning Ryan Johnson by name is basically saying and that story was kind of knocked off kilter but I'm 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 putting it back on track and then John Boyega and um what's uh, I forget her name Ridley uh, Ridley yeah um she Daisy they Ridley. both kind of, Daisy Ridley both said so, so, somewhat similar things where like they they saw their characters going a certain way and they weren't thrilled the way that. That they were that they were portrayed in episode eight, but they're happy that they both they both acted they they both said they're happy JJ's back because they both feel like their characters are back on track. They never mentioned Ryan Johnson by name, but it, a lot of people felt like that that it was a lot of them just throwing shade on him and kind of throwing him under the bus a bit. When um when yeah yeah I know Hugh hates it that we we don't need to rehash that, but you know no, it's we, it, we it, it just seemed un it just seemed unnecessary for them to say it now, uh, but. No, because they're trying to recover the franchise essentially. After that, they they didn't lose anybody. Oh, they they lost. No, a lot. every no, they didn't. All those assholes that spent all their all weeks and months and Twitter years people will still see it. Doesn't they matter. were still gonna see episode nine? Go look at solo they, numbers, and then the solo's not the same story. All right, Star Wars material it's, that did f that, all. Yeah, and the you don't think that's a backlash? I, I think it wasn't a great movie. I think it's it, better than it, Last Jedi. People will want to see the continuation end of these characters. Solo was a side, pro like it took went off to the side. Rogue One did so well even without the character, those main characters, because it was a good movie. Yeah, that had to. Nah, yeah, nah. yeah. I don't think I don't think uh, Rise of Starwalker or whatever the hell it's called is going to be struggling. And those, you know, those it, maybe those guys that spend so much time bashing, saying that they that they were lost from the franchise forever, will just not admit that they saw it, but they're gonna see it. They'll see it. They'll watch it at some point. Maybe they won't get seen in the theaters, but they'll watch maybe it at some just, point. If they don't watch do it, a not going to the, to a scene in theaters, the whole point. Like if you don't see it there, it's like that's that's a hit to them. So it's more uh, Kathleen Kennedy, anyways. So. She's the one who thought Ryan Johnson and gave him three more movies. She gave the Game of Thrones guys three movies, mm -hmm. and then they backed out. Mm -hmm. But hey, I, I'd say Ryan Ryan Johnson's bounced back pretty strong with Knives Out. He, he's, he's doing he's doing all right. He went back to what he was good at, mm -hmm. and that is not telling Star Wars stories. Uh, but you know, doing things like uh, like once again, I think Brick Looper. Looper has its like it's time travel. It's always going to have a flaw mm -hmm. with time travel, but I still enjoy the movie. So. I will say this real quick. I just thought about this though, because, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I don't have a, I don't have a horse in this race mm. when it comes to Ryan Johnson, J.J. Abrams, anything like this. Like, who's the better director? All this stuff. I honestly just don't give a shit. Um, but because you're like, he went, he went back to what he does best. But I also think about like, well, like the George Lucas, granted. I wouldn't say he's the most amazing director, but he he came off of what like American Graffiti to then do Star Wars. Like he had ne never done like a big budget action film either. Uh, no. And then who did who did the second one? Was it was it Kirshner? Um, I believe so. And, then and he and he was actually like he was. He also wrote the story. Yeah, he helped write the story, um, but he was also a professor at usc and had done smaller films i don't know if he'd done any big budget action films i'm just saying just for history's sake just because we're very 
just because somebody's never done a big ba- big budget action film doesn't mean that they're not going to be good at it. Um, however, I, that's just like I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate. Do you guys see what I'm saying? I'm, like I'm just saying like mm-hmm. well, but I do agree that I like probably Ryan Johnson is good at certain things like they're in the wheelhouse once you try something and it's like well maybe you're not that good at that you give somebody a chance and if they're really good at it then awesome that's great listen i think he's better at creating his own thing even though he kind of took an agatha christie take with knives out uh and it was a very uh what is it poirot is kind of the story that he's doing with knives out but from what i've heard it's a very well done movie. My yeah. mom saw it. She's just like, okay, Daniel Craig's accent's a little over the top. But I'm like, that's what they're trying to do. That's the Poirot part. Mm-hmm. But with a Southerner. So, uh, but my point being, what I was going to get to on this one is, I don't, it, it, there's an avid fan base for this. And Disney has n- done nothing but let those fans down. Even George Lucas got the tail a brunt of this for not performing well with one, two, three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just like the, the expectations are so high. And J.J. Abrams, his, I mean, depending on the fan base and who they are, like, the, there's fighting within the fan base about these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, J.J. just remade A New Hope with bigger things. Yeah. That's it. No, no explanation to why, why did he destroy all those planets? Like, and there was no answer to that part. Like, if that got answered in the second one, at least we'd have answers. Why wouldn't the core system be angry about, you know, the First Order destroying, like, five or six planets? Mm-hmm. So, or why did they destroy it? There was no answer to why they did it. They just did it. So, it, you know, it, there's just flaws in both stories. There's, I just said, if you're going to do Star Wars, just go away from the timeline. You can go wherever you want. You can do whatever you want. Like, Mandalorian has nothing to do mm-hmm. with the current timeline. Uh, well, that's what they're going to do now. Like, this is the end of... The, yeah, it's the end of the Skywalkers. Like, it's Thank done. God. It's just, I mean, if you're not going to keep what's been written already and just use that as a source material, I mean, that's what I was like. If Game of Thrones are going to take some of the books that are already written and translate those into movies, I'd be like, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Because they can do that. They've proven that they can translate create their own stuff is not the best thing, but Mm-mm. translating things. And uh, what's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, when you take a book to script. Uh, Ad- adapt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see the look on his face when he just said that. I was, it wasn't going to come to me. Yeah. I'm like, and I was like, one of you is going to figure out what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So adapting screenplays, uh, they're very good at. I won't argue with that. But yeah. coming up with the story, we saw we saw it fall apart in the last two seasons of yeah. Game of Thrones. So, okay, getting off my rant, but I look for I'm going to see it in the theater. I'm going to see, you know, I'm going to go in with a little like low expectations, yeah, because they're not doing a huge P and A thing for this. Mm-hmm. You don't see it everywhere. I think I think with a lot I think a lot with the Star Wars now it's just that people have it's so close. People just have expectations and ideas of how they want to see the story go this is true and so they have it written in their head and when it doesn't when it doesn't match up with what they have written or it's not better than what they have written or like ba- ba- not even because who's Come to say close, whether it's better when it doesn't match up to what they have in their idea then it sucks when it's for somebody else it might match up to what they have an idea about and they're gonna like it it's like, Does that make sense? Like, it's just your expectations well, and, yeah. Well, well, you guys, like, 
I'm not a Star Trek person. I didn't dislike the Star Trek movies. I actually enjoyed the Star Trek movies, uh-huh. especially the new ones. I like the twists on the Khan thing, even though I love Khan. is like probably my favorite. Oh, I like. Star- I actually like the new Star Treks. I took them for what they were, though. I have enough distance between them, and I also see what they were doing. And I was like, I'm all for this. Oh, okay. Like, but yes, but there are other people who weren't, who are very. This is what like. This is when I think like I was having this idea before we got together because there's there some politics talk I was watching TV and I was like conservatives or people who are conservative about things always want to keep things the same or bring things back to what it used to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And people who are progressive or more liberal are always are, are willing to look forward or change things or let, let, like what could be versus what was. So I'm a little bit more of a person of like who can go what could be versus what was. Those Star those Star Trek movies, they were what was and that's what it was and that's fine and I can love it but if I didn't like this if I didn't like the new Star Trek stuff, it would not be because it's not like old Star Trek. It would just be because I would maybe think it was not good. Do you know what I mean? Does that make mm-hmm. any sense? Makes some sense. Nate, you're, yeah. you're you're the other Trekkie in this group. Oh. Ah, I agree. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Are Sorry, we... I'm still I'm I'm still trying to think about a banana taped to a wall. Dude, I <sighs> it it reminds me of the Pompidou where I went and uh, there was a shovel, a snow shovel hanging from the ceiling, and I'm like, why is that art? And I was told because it's not doing what it was meant to do. And I'm like, there was a toilet in the corner, so I decided to take a shit in it. <laughs> I think That's we no missed longer. our calling, y'all. We should just been artists and come up with crap, literally. I like it. I'm in. Yeah. There's money. There's money in it. I'm just gonna make my apartment a museum. There you go. They should. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I can make money off of that. There's a joke in here somehow. Absolutely. Just trying to figure out what it. It'll come, come to you. No, uh, it's like more of the over. I don't want to be overly offensive on this one. What's the, when has that ever stopped you? Because he's thinking about it being a whorehouse, I feel like. No. <laughs> I don't think there's that many whorehouses up in LA. There, there are a bunch down in San Diego. Are there? Yeah. yeah. A couple of the oldest bars in San Diego are, like, were whorehouses. Clearly, you've never been to Pink Taco. <laughs> oh, oh, what's happening with Pink Taco? You were going to tell me the other week, and then. Well, the. You know. the Harry Morton? Uh-huh. He died. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He did die. And he did die. It was the debate, because one of our friends is a coroner, and she actually, I think, I don't know much more than other than I asked, I'm like, did the body come through? Mm-hmm. She goes, yes, oh. it, it, it did. And we were talking whether it was going to be fentanyl, a heart defect, or a brain aneurysm, mm-hmm. as the, like, the three most likely things. Heart defect is what it was. Yeah, well, it was, it was, yeah, he had blocked arteries. That like he was, it seemed like he was an obscenely unhealthy man, given that he was uh, uh, our age, roughly thirty-eight. Might be, yeah. I mean, he did a lot of drugs. Well, I'm sure, probably. 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 I mean, he was hanging out with Lindsay Lohan, but at the same point in time, if you have a heart, you know, defect that you don't know of, is it a congenital heart defect or was it a man-made heart defect? I I kept. I kept hearing blockages in his arteries, which again could not that that could be something natural as well. That's yeah. not necessarily you can be predisposed you eat, to it. Yeah, it's not necessarily. Yeah, you can be exactly. So, died of a heart attack. Oh, it was a heart attack. Died of a heart yep. condition. So, um, thirty-eight. He just didn't go get himself checked out. I guess. Yep. 
Honestly. Maybe. I mean, a lot of people have weird, um, have weird, men more than women do. Although heart disease is a leading cause of, of death amongst women. Yeah. Um, but a lot of times, like, even if you're super healthy, sometimes, you know, you can just, you don't know, uh, like, you can run and you can do all this stuff, but you might have blockages that you don't know about. True. And you'd be yeah. super healthy. And yeah. Um, yeah. S sudden cardiac death. And that was what, like two weeks ago now? Something like that. Yep, he had coronary. Well, he had coronary artery disease, which causes plaque to build up in the heart's arteries and can lead to a heart attack. There you go. Yep. So he had he calcification can't. in three main arteries, suffered sudden death. So, yeah. So we got our three then. So you can be thin and still be extremely unhealthy. That's the thing. That's that's the yeah. takeaway, people, is that you don't you can be skinny and be incredibly unhealthy. Yep. And not because of drugs. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because people people who look at people who are overweight and are like, "Oh, they're so unhealthy," I go, "Fuck you, that's terrible." Yeah, there, there's there's a thing called skinny fat, and you also don't know some people are also pre genetically disposed to have, you know, heart issues or liver issues or other issues with their body, and you don't know about it. Yeah, this guy, oh, as what, long what do you as have? Uh, I'm predisposed to heart disease, uh, diabetes. Uh, cancer. Uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got some winners in there. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Ladies, who wants to breed with you? I don't think anyone. <laughs> it's like 50 50. It's either heart attacks, di heart attacks, diabetes, or, you know, cancer. Well, so. You should get a scan, a oh. heart scan, then. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm all right right now. Are you sure? Yeah. Yep. yeah sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, listen, well, I, I, was gonna... I have to worry when yeah. I'm like 62. It's like where the, the window starts closing. Like where the shock moments can happen, and then it's a, uh, yeah. Hold on, we're just talking about a man who died at the age of thirty-eight from sudden cardiac disease. Yeah. Didn't know, wouldn't have thought that he had three calcified arteries. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Stacy, Hugh has a hunch that he's fine. He Let's just hunch. leave it be. There we go. I, I would, I would take a hunch over scientific fact any day. I'll just give him some essential oils and some crystals, and he'll be all better. Yeah, <laughs> that shit works. Let me tell you, folks, it really does. And <laughs> Don't have to go to a doctor if you have crystals. That's so many crystals. No vaccinations required here. Nope. You you also have, Hugh you also have my thoughts and prayers and those are worth their weight in gold. Mm, yeah, mm. it's like a, it's peace. like an invisible shield around you. It'll shield you from heart disease and bullets. It's a lot of gold. <laughs> T's and P's, my friend. You All got right. my T's and P's. <laughs> well, I think that's about it for us this week. We started with death and we ended, ended with, with death. death. My death. So that's a plus. See, it comes. It's all the way, all the way around. Yep. You know, we bring it back. Like, I'll have to come up with some mort mortis some kind of Latin-ish title for this week. Rigor mortis. No, I'm not going to go with rigor mortis. <laughs> rigor mortis is. Uh, Nate, anything we want to say before we go? Uh, no, I had some Real Estate uh, podcast updates, but I can say for next week. Ooh, yes, please. It's, it's fun, yeah. So just jot, jot that down. Real Snape, got it. You know, yeah. you could always, like, do them on the phone and, like, put them onto our uh, Instagram stories. 
what what's that we should have more content for instagram so you could put your real estate stories on instagram you know take videos of yourself and post them Instagram's very like 2015. Okay, do you want to do a TikTok then? Yeah, I'll do. I'm gonna do a series of TikToks for that segment. <laughs> okay, cool. okay, great. All right, we'll leave that creativity up to you. Just, just give me like two hours to figure out how to do TikTok, and I'm on this. Two hours, God, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Yeah. Have a good week. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>